Hello, and welcome to Mike's Cast with your host, Greg and Mike. I know you're all ready for us to jump right back to that interview with Brad from the Bringing Disneyland Home video podcast. But I gotta ask you, I gotta ask you to send us some email or send us a voicemail. You know where to find us, Mike at MiceCast.com or Greg at MiceCast.com. And then there's our famous voicemail line, 206-600-MICE. After we get done with these interview shows, maybe we'll be able to jump into the mailbag, play some voicemails, read some emails, that sort of stuff. Unless, of course, no one sends us anything, then we'll just have to listen to us blather on about something. Well, now that that housekeeping is done, let's pick up where we left off with Brad from Bringing Disneyland Home. Uh, they had a big blowout sale a couple, well, two or three weeks ago. I was like, God, what, what are all these people carrying stuff out of the gallery? I've seen them come down Main Street, so we were ran they, up there. And they were, were they ditching anything they, good? They were given like an extra 10 or 15% off of um, a lot of stuff. They had either taken off the walls or they had you know, duplicates that were already framed. And for most part, it's, uh, it's not the artwork that's so expensive because almost everything that's print on demand there now, if you notice, you can go to that little kiosk and you say, okay, I want this print, this size, you can choose whether you want canvas or uh, art poster paper, and they're printed on huge HP plotters, um, either, I forgot, they're downstairs or just in the back part of the gallery. And how much do they charge um, for something like that? Well, the actual prints aren't that much. It's, you know, if you've ever tried to cut your own mat, the mat work and the frames are really the expensive portion yeah, but, of most of that artwork. But if I'm spending, you know, money, I'm buying lithograph. I don't want to... I, do, I, do I want something that spit out of an HP plotter with <laughs> questionable yeah. ink ink life? Uh, you know what? Uh, in today's day, unless you're going to a true printer, you'd be surprised at what you're getting out of uh, high-end uh, plotters like ah, that. Fine. <laughs> it's still it's still inkjet. Still inkjet technology. Yeah, but it's the the kind of ink, like we were looking into a new one at work that will print on canvas, and it, you know, there's different kinds of ink, and uh, you know, it's the different quality papers. But yeah, you can still get lithographs, I believe. But a lot of the stuff that you can order out there is, is basically like print on demand. But anyways, th- there's a lot of history behind the gallery, which you know, you could do good voiceovers. With. Oh yeah, the Walt, Walt, apartment, Walt apartment and all that. And Richard was telling me, and as I, I was kind of bugging him a little bit because. You know, the, the gallery had been an insurance agency had leased it out for a while. It was the early home to uh, uh, what did they call it? Uh, it was for Tokyo Disneyland, but uh, they called Tokyo was it Disneyland International or they had another name? I forgot what the early name of that that company was, but they used that for offices for a while. Mm-hmm. So my question was, was it always? like this and they just used the different rooms and offices and he said that they had actually before they opened it as the gallery restored it to as close to what the apartment was supposed to be like uh, as it would have been when when Walt had it and and I do we had a guy that worked with me who had worked in Pirates when it first opened he he said they they had ping pong tables up there it was unfinished so uh, Richard might be correct in that because I've been back you know when you go in Brad you you go straight through and you get to the patio, the yeah. room off to the left. I think it's, I think we call it the green room. I think it was green. That was supposed to be Walt's bedroom. And there's a door in the back right corner that goes to a, a bathroom that's just stuffed with extra prints and stuff they can sell. Pretty nice, you know, nice place. And then all the way to the right, um, way in the back corner where I, 
God, I forgot what's in that room right now. It's kind of white. There's a fireplace in there. There's a door that's fairly well dis- um, covered. You know, it's, it's got all the uh, detail that the walls do. That opened into the Club 33. There was a secondary kitchen just mm. beyond that. So huh. he could easily have uh, had uh, uh, catering and stuff for the dining room right there. And then where the, the they have the cash registers was the wet bar. So there's a lot of little detail. If you just go around and you look at some of the pictures they have hanging there and try to match that to what um, you see, it's, it's actually it's pretty interesting. Heck, I should just shoot the video and then you do the commentary. <laughs> for it. Oh no, no, it'd be, it'd be I don't fine. Know. <laughs> I even took the I took the walk in Walt's footstep tour several years ago, and they took us up the stairs through uh, down Royal Street up the back there. And uh huh, that was actually supposed to be the entrance. Yeah, and uh, did they tell you that? I don't remember hearing all this stuff. This is good yeah, because stuff. you got re- remember. Uh, well, well, remember well, from well, you when you when you were a kid, there was no stairs um, going down. Well, there were no stairs in front. There no was no bridge. bridge over the queue to the pirates. So that was the entrance. And the, the if did they point out the little twenty one Royal or Royal twenty one? Twenty one Royal. I guess it's basically it's the address. It's a it's a address. carved in stone <laughs> thing right there at the bottom of the stairs. It's kind of covered. Last time I looked at it, it was kind of covered up by some plants, uh, trees, or plants or something. But that was that would have been the entrance up to the gallery. Or I mean mm-hmm. to Walt's apartment at the right, right. at the time. Now right now it looks like a lot of that's going to be they're they're working on that for a new a shop for the pirates. It's closed up right now. So. Yeah, I know. Really? That's the, the one the thing I'm a little bummed about is that uh, the pirates going to be shut down while I'm there. Yeah, wow. so I do. Ha- I do have a whole ride through of that, but again, I didn't use the uh, the night shot, and it's pretty dark in spots. So but I've been I've been avoiding trying to put a video of that together. To delay your trip by three weeks, you might be able to catch it. Yeah. Seriously. Well, we're, we're thinking about, uh, my daughter's got a skating competition uh, coming up at the uh, end of June. We might either tag on to that or we'll go before our passes end in uh, in August. So we should get down there one more time before uh, before our passes run out. Your annual pass holders. I was about to, yeah, I was about to yeah, say, yeah, Mike, pass holders. You don't delay your trip. You do another one. <laughs> what's, what's wrong with yeah, you? Well, I'm trying to be realistic. Okay, you know. Yeah, Still yeah. doing the solo trip. I got. I got to get that one in because that's going to be a marathon of video taking. I guess. Uh, yeah. Then I can catch up on it on our next our next trip. But that you know, the way the way things run for us, you know, that's that's probably going to be it for 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 quite a while. Well, you know, what's, I, quite, what's quite a while? Years, well, months, uh, what? Yeah, probably probably a year or two because. Oh, wow. the, the last time we had annual pass was uh, 2001, 2002, and I went down four times in that 12 months. Oh, you got stretch. your money's worth then. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But then uh, we took you know a couple of years where we didn't go, and then uh, this, this, this year uh, it'll be my uh, next week's my third trip, and then if we can get that fourth one in with the whole family. So. What you need to do is brief- brief- make friends with a cast member. <laughs> they have sign-in privileges. <laughs> yeah. um, um, what I was going to say is that uh, Walt's footsteps. I, I kind of walked past one of those tours one day, and I've heard some people talk about things that they were told. And sometimes, you know, I could have some of my stories wrong, but sometimes I go by and I shake my head. I'm like, where'd you come up with that one? You know, like I've I've been in Walt's apartment on Main Street many, many, many times. And I hear some stories about what it looks like, or I was told this on the tour, and I just like, you know, I, 
I just shake my head. It's like I, I put something on DPN the other day about that stupid Casablanca rumor <laughs> about the plane at AMGM. <laughs> and it's like, and it, I, I actually found this in a Disney publication where they said this. I'm like, do they do this just really on purpose to generate uh, the interest? It's like, you know, leaks out of the White House just to get people talking about it to see what the reaction of the public is. I mean, it's just sometimes it's so absurd, the things I've heard. Um, uh, anyway, I don't know. I, I'd probably be better not to go on those because I might be not arguing, but asking more questions. That, you know, <laughs> well, in they, your case, I probably, you probably should stay away from that. Yeah. <laughs> and also, they raised the price so high now. I mean, uh, back when I went, you know, it was it was included in the in the AAA uh, package, or if it wasn't, it was really cheap. I think it was actually included back then. We got one. We can do one of three tours with our package. Wow. So, but now, I mean, now, you know, I don't know what it is. It's probably 30, 40 bucks a person. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, bend it's what, you know, one of those do once again, things. Yeah. And uh, you know, they, they do all kinds of stuff. Um, in Florida, uh, you know, there's a restaurant inside Cinderella's Castle, right? And from a Disney dining perspective, it's a character meal and just takes. It's equivalent to one table service meal. Well, not, not anymore. Not it's anymore. now two. Now it's considered a signature dining experience, and now it takes two. Yeah. So we won't be doing the princess breakfast or lunch this year. Yeah, we're, we're skipping that one too because of the two. You know why? If if you go online, you find out why. Well, no people have a people have abused this whole di- dining thing. It's just it's another one of those things where. A, uh, Disneyland, when I worked there, we used to complain that the annual pass holders were ruining everything. And, of course, now I'm an annual pass holder. But um, people were calling up, let's say it was the 90-day timeline, and they would make a reservation for 90 days, and they didn't get the time they wanted, so they'd try again. They'd end up with two or three reservations. They started trading them online, and then they started requesting a credit card. I mean, it just got way out of hand for some of the popular restaurants and that's why they they started. So, so converting it to a something. signature experience is supposed to cut that down, or? Well, it, now that you have to get you have to give them a credit card, you get less chance of people because if you don't cancel it, they're going to charge you credit card. Okay. Like we just we did a hoop de do review one. We got uh, you know up to uh, I don't know 36 hours before the show to cancel without being charged. And same thing with the castle. Now you you have to give them a credit card. You don't show up, you're going to get charged. It's going to yeah, it's going to deflect. Uh, all this trading and because people you know you call up every single day and you're not even going to be there but you do this so you can trade favors on the internet and other things it's just you know I'm telling you this is DF stuff you know well that's too bad I just I thought it was another example of you know the Disney company seeing a uh, and a people willing to pay more so they're going to charge more kind of a thing well I'm sure there's there's some of that to that but I think you know I because really think sometimes because not all the other character meals are considered signature dining experiences. No, no, they're not. I think some of this goes to the point of um, what do you call it? What the market will bear, sure. and it also controls crowds. You go back to when it, Disneyland does those twenty dollar, or maybe they're forty dollar now. Whatever the local weekend is to get you <laughs> cheap price, the place is a freaking zoo. Shoplifting went through the roof. I mean, yeah. the, the you know people complain about the higher prices, but it also keeps the crowds. Yep. Relatively in check, yep. uh, even though they still seem to be fairly crowded these days. But. Yeah, like Brad said, what off season? 
there, there really isn't a true off season in the park. There's lighter days, but it's. I mean, I I told this story before. The first time I worked as a general foreman in the park, uh, Christmas Eve, by six o'clock, I could almost count people that were in the park. It was just non-existent. I, now you go on Christmas Eve, it will be a zoo. I I, don't, I remember going. What year was this? We're talking like '87, like Christmas time of '87. Um, you know, I could show up at two o'clock in the afternoon on a mid-December day. The park closed at six. The place was so stinking empty. Get on everything, see the Christmas show parade, and you know, it was a fine. Yeah, it used to be the week before Christmas dead. The week after Christmas busy. Now there is no dead. Yeah. It's just busy. Crying shame. Yeah, it, on my, uh, the different shows I have, you can actually, I mean, this is so evident because uh, some of my shows, the video was all shot in 2001, back when I was a pass holder, you know, and the place is fairly empty. Pre-9-11, post-9-11. Yeah, and then it would be pre. Okay. Um, post was probably worse then. <laughs> yeah, probably worse, but... Then you got my shots from just in February, for instance, and the place is packed no matter what I'm shooting. And I've actually, re- oh, I have a, I have a couple of DVDs that I'll, I guess I'll plug that real quick. And uh, those are all the video on those is from the first few trips of the early 2000s. And I've been getting emails from people saying, "Oh, we really want to go the same time of year you went because the crowds were down. When, when did you go?" <laughs> and I have to tell them, you know, the video was shot a few years ago, and those days are long gone. You know, Mike, you said something about 9-11, and that sparked something I thought I read on DPN that I, I had a hard time collating something that Disney did to 9-11, and I can't think of what it was now. And It just seems really out of, not out of character, but just seemed wrong that something changed because of 9-11. I can't, can't remember what it was what, now. What, the bag but, check? Uh, no, bag check is definitely uh, 9-11 caused. The castle uh, thing is what killed me. Take, oh, Sleeping know, Beauty's does tour. Stopping the walkthrough on Sleeping yeah. Beauty is is that was just. Oh, oh, that's that. Yeah, that is the one. I was going to ask Richard about that, being that he's still currently, you know, like Earl and employed as anonymously in the park as possible. Uh, if that was truly why that closed, I mean, it was. I mean, Rich, I thought he had told me that they had had some, excuse me, some like grab ass incidents because there's so many spots in that place that you know it is dark and. Excuse me. Could easily be this is the that perils, kind of a place. This is the perils of wolfing down chips. This before we started recording, by the way. <laughs> yeah, no, it's probably the diet Pepsi. And diet but, soda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that was more. So I was again. I was going to ask him if, if he knew anything about that because I had remembered it was just more of other types of problems. Uh, that could be, but I just think it's a shame either way because that was you know it's it's the castle for goodness sakes. I mean, yeah. It, you want to come and visit the castle? You want to walk through and and I think my kids got to go through it when they were really young, and then that was it, you know. Um, yeah, it, it would be nice to see that once more because that's you know it's not an original attraction, but it, it still had some meaning for a lot of people because you know our castle just other than seeing it, you can't really do anything else with it except for a couple yeah. of shops. So that was the only thing that really gave it some, you know. Some depth. I don't know, some, some depth and interaction, yeah. It's, it's yeah. really so if, too bad. If it is closed because of 9-11, I think that's just ridiculous. But that's Ridic- my opinion. Uh, that's, that's a light. That, come on, it's retarded. 
Yeah. Okay. Gee, ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, this, our, we're PG. You can you can use things on this. Yeah. Show. <laughs> well, I don't know if I am. <laughs> I, I tell you, you know, what we so need we're a good video of. We're corrupting Brad. Then we're bringing him no. down. Yeah. I'll tell you what, we need a good video of Brad because I'm I'm lobbying trying to get rid of this attraction. Um, Alice. Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, video. Video that to death because I'm trying to get oh, rid of it. Oh, I love that ride. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, now I'll give. I'll, all right, I know you. I'll give you credit that, uh, though. Your idea to replace it, yes, is a good one. Oh, thank you. Uh, Actually, I'd like to see it move to uh, to Disney World. They've never had it, so why not? They've got a big area that used to have a nice water attraction. Since they don't have that anymore, they got some free land. Yeah. So. Okay, but I, I will say that it's. I did. I did hear your idea on your show. That is a good idea. But Thank I really you. don't. Li- I really don't like the Beauty and the Beast, though. <laughs> oh, you don't like the the movie? No, the movie. That's correct. I don't like. Oh, the movie. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you, in the in the modern era of of Disney product, you know, Beauty and the Beast and and Lion King are the two top. Yeah. Uh, you know, just like Pooh, po- popu- really in, really big in popularity. But come on, Beauty and the Beast was nominated for Academy Award for Best Picture. Yeah, yeah. yeah on, but that, yeah, that, that's, oh, yeah. that's got to carry some weight. Yeah, let's yep. just probably be happy that uh, Jungle Cruise hasn't turned into the Lion King. Oh, oh you said it. Now it's going to happen. Now, it's, yeah, now it's, <laughs> because that's. Oh. I, I have to admit, I kind of agree agree with that one website that seems like today they're having a hard time kind of coming up with attractions that haven't had some connection to a movie. But then again, you can go back and look at you know Swiss Family Robinson. Uh, uh, direct connection to a movie. The, the Jungle Cruise was a, a connection to the True Life Adventures. Uh, Fr- Frontierland had connections to Davy Crockett and some well, stuff. You know what's done. sad is what's but. sad is the two attractions that weren't connected to movies had movies made to connect About them, the, oh, and, yeah, and now yeah. they're being changed to match yeah. that. Well, not the mansion, but you know, Pirates is being changed to match the movie. What the heck? Well, remember that they also did an attraction about um, the Bear Country Jamboree. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> did they? You know what? Do something for that? What yeah, that? they it made the theaters too. Oh, and there's a wow. small there's a small crowd out there that Good liked. In fact, somebody where was I reading? Somebody that's on one of the that has one of the major websites or one of the podcasts. Maybe maybe it was Paul Barry. I, think I don't Paul. know. Yes, Paul's was it, in were extras in the? I think Paul's uh, in it. In the concert scenes, yeah. I think he's yeah. in it. Yeah. You know, it was it's you know, it was cute. Kids the kids probably liked it. Um, I mean it was no Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Uh, but I, I didn't it, I didn't it, even finish it. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I did recognize some of the scenes though, because I've been to the Disney back lot. Oh, you know, there was some, oh you know what? No, I don't think I, we could get that. Probably since nine eleven that's changed. Richard and I used to well when I was Cast members real easy. Just go up to the studio and say, "Hey, I'm from Disneyland. You mind?" We look around. Oh yeah, no problem. Oh yeah, then show you company we, ID. Yeah, yeah. We went up there once after I was was not a cast member anymore, uh, but Richard still was, and we still got on uh, the lot. And it's it was pretty cool to see because uh, there's a lot of familiar sites you probably just don't realize is Disney's back lot, or I should say Disney's ranch. It's not a back lot; it's a ranch. Um, there's a covered bridge that you used to see in Little House on the Prairie oh, all the time. you're talking about up there. Yes, yes. No, not the studio. No, the studio, yeah, you used to just go flash your ID and walk in. Oh, I'm going to go shop at the store. Okay. And then you go all over the studio and nobody care less about you. But, um, oh, the Disney yeah, Ranch, yes. Good. The Disney Ranch 
very uh, very well known. That cover bridge, yeah. probably everybody knows that cover bridge. Yeah, the Golden Oak, Golden Oak Ranch, I believe yeah. it's called. Um, so, yeah, I'm trying to think of um, other things I'd like to see, because I do like watching the videos, because I don't, you know, forget Small World. And, <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, I, I have a Small World Christmas one. Holiday overlay. No, sure, the Christmas one is cool. I like, How about Mansion is, I mean, Holiday? <clears throat> Got Mansion Holiday overlay? Again, uh, it's so dark. It's, I actually do. Oh. It's uh, probably one of the first few episodes of the How did it come of the out? show. It didn't I, come out too bad. I'm trying to think. I picked you bad. up. I think I picked you up watching uh, Screaming. I think your Screaming show was the first one I watched. Yeah, yeah. Screaming or Splash. I because I, yeah, I remember the, were, the 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 thing about hoping the camera would survive the uh, kit drop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, then since then I thought all these all these you know I'm, all these other guys are emailing me saying ah oh, you know you're wuss it's not a big deal just do this and you can get through it no problem yeah. and you got Chris over at the uh, at the uh, the Big D podcast, he's done he's done water rides with no problems at all. So, I don't know, maybe well, you know, wor- worst case is you said you're looking for a new camera, so yeah. it might be a good excuse to tell the yeah, wife, yeah. "Hey, you know what? Yeah. It just died on me. I need to get a new I one." Took a swim. <laughs> I think it was because I was right in the front, you know, and I'm not a small guy. I, uh, you know, six three, two forty, and I sat right in front and had my kids behind me, and the water just friggin' poured <laughs> over the front of that thing. That's always the way. Uh, that's you stupid. Know, <laughs> I, you know, I had to sit in front to get the video. So. Sure. Of course, of I course. Oh, even on something like Pirates, you know, if you're just sitting in the wrong seat on Pirates, you get a big lap of water over the side. So, you know, you think you're safe on a fairly small um, small yeah. hill. You know, there was something else I saw on the DP in the other day, and I have a hard time collating this, that the first drop on... Pirates is the same length as the drop on Splash. It's just that they're at a different incline, so you don't notice it. No, just, no, that's got. Wasn't to be that wrong. what it said? I'm pretty I, okay, sure that's what it read, said. The other I haven't day. read that post, but I'm, I'm I know the drop in Pirates, and it lasts what a second and a half. It, it's short. Okay. Yeah. And, I, and, and, when I, as I said, when I read that, I'm like that that can't be right. No, because they were when Splash is being built, it was. Being billed as the longest flume drop in the country at the time. How can I, I trust me? I I looked at that just like I looked. I got a response for that other long post I put on there about somebody saying something about the land pavilion or the yeah, uh, imagination, imagination pavilion. Land, yeah. And they're saying they didn't say that, so I hope I didn't quote the okay, wrong uh, podcast. I listened the, to so many of them. What does the Book of Wonders say about the drops? Does the Book of Wonders have the drop? Lane? You know, I pulled the Book of Wonders out and. Yeah, all it said was there was a drop. It didn't say how far. Gave me the total length of the attraction, the, how long the attraction was, the theoretical ride capacity, everything but how long okay. those drops were. All right. Sorry. But I'm sure I can find it. If I do enough research, I'll find it. Sorry, Brad. We we refer to the yeah. Book of Wonders as a special, a special <laughs> collection of statistics that... Yeah, you talk about things you collect. That's one of those things I collected. Um, I have uh, somewhere in my stash somewhere, I have a uh, standard operating procedure from the Pirates. It has a couple sheets with nothing but uh, ride specs on it. Maybe it has what you're looking for. Yeah, where'd good old get, SOPs. Where'd you get yeah. that? Uh, I have my sources. Uh, okay. No. <laughs> yeah. uh, probably on eBay, eBay or something. I, was I don't know. Say that's, that's, uh, I, have the, I have a few of them. 
You know, I'm still blown away how Disney has changed since I was there with things like you could never get a costume out the gate off property. Now they let them take them home and wear them. What are they called? Fast track or something like that where they can, uh, they let you wear them home, but you're expected to wash them yourself or some crap like that. Yeah. It's when I worked at Knott's, that's what you did. But who wants and who would pay anything on eBay for a Knott's Berry Farm uniform? But you know, anything with Disney on it, you you know, eBay and collectors will scoop that stuff up. I mean, the whole thing, what the concept for the taking your costume home is you can, because you have to park so freaking far away now. You take the shuttle and you just walk to your site. You didn't have to stop in, get your costume, you know and go change. Then every time I've heard those complaints, I think, what a bunch of wusses. The guys at Disney World have been doing that since 1971. I mean, there is not a close parking lot. Earl can uh, yeah. help me out on this. At least when the, it was just the Magic Kingdom, and I'm not sure where the Epcot guys park. But there, it's not like they're... Like we used to park where I could run into Harbor House. I'm not Brad, sure if you remember prior to DCA uh, in the Harbor parking lot for employees. I mean, it was in my my where I worked was in inside the building where the diorama was. And if you're running late and my locker was right below the diorama, you could get through there and get up to where you needed to be pretty quick if you had to. So, I guess also part of the problem was <clears throat> the line for getting your costume became. Problematic. That was a problem even when I worked there. Cause you, you know, you really had to plan it right. The best thing to do is do it the night before. If you wanted to trade your uniform every day, do it at night so you can come into a fresh uniform rather than, you know, uniform. It just come on costume. What? I'm sorry, it's old military <laughs> times. I can't get out of that. What I wore was more like a uniform than a costume. So, uh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, yeah. Funny little hat too. Either way, never did. Yeah, never did like that thing. Getting yeah, punchy. I, with I remember a few few years ago reading about all these costuming problems. I think uh, outlets or something. Like oh, you read Al? Al, we like Al. Yeah, I do anyway. Yeah, he's, I do too. I've always liked Al. Um, he's got. It's a bad rap. He's got a real bad rap a few years ago, but for what? Just tells it like he sees it. Oh, because he's always Mister Negative, right? Well, he had reason to be. As far as I'm concerned. Oh uh, yeah, okay, yeah. I didn't think he was all that negative. I'm just jealous of his source. Oh, that, that, <laughs> seriously, yeah, that he's guy's got a good one. That guy's got a source. Yeah, you know, sometimes honesty is too honest. I, I think sometimes there's some benefit of the doubt, but in general, what he's he usually is saying is fairly right on. It's just sometimes, you know, there are times when you just want to say, let the magic be the magic. I don't want to know the details, but... Well, okay, um, if you don't want to know details, then you don't read it. Don't read stuff. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Stay, stay away from his site. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you definitely. A lot of spoils there. Um, but even now, I, I argue with Richard, because, you know, he still works there and talks to me about the union stuff, because I used to be the president of one of the unions. And I'm like, you know what? Sometimes you just got to get over it. A company has to be able to run, too. And sometimes what they want is just not very conducive to running a company. When what you got to deal with with the unions and then uh, everybody in the society today seems to want everything for nothing. It's it's um, there's this weird mix of being able to make that money that the the um, uh, the investors want on their investment and run in a good place and keeping up good standards. It's you know there's a very fine delicate balance there, which I think both sides need to give a little on. Uh, not just one. But I think I think both labor and management have some room to give a little, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, they seem to be uh, really stepping it up here lately, though. I mean, I don't know if it's the 
the chicken and the egg. I'm not sure. Did the money come first, uh, putting into the back into the company, you know, Disneyland, or did the crowds come and then they did it? I don't know which, but uh, they did a great mm. job with the 50th. Yeah, they did. They, yeah, they, they started to clean up before the... They well, I'd say it's been busy, but they made a concerted effort to put on a show for the 50th. So let's hope it continues with um, Iger and Lutz. We met, or, we met, uh, we met Matt. Well, we met. we met coming in from Florida, but also uh, for uh, Iger, Iger opening up some purse strings, hopefully. Because, yeah. yeah. you know, you look, at, you look at Matt and what he's done at Disney World, and I'm sorry, there are some fine details that Disneyland has done so much better with either the local Imagineers or just Disney's, Disneyland saying, we want this, that Disney World has never done. I mean, it's still great parks, but like our our Adventureland, I think far outdoes yep. Disney World's Adventureland in detail. You know, it's not as big and, and, and all that, but the detail is there. Even the Frontierland. I, I was walking around the other day. I think I told this story before, but this, this kid looks to his dad and said, look, it, it looks like a horse and a carriage has walked through here. Because, I mean, the concrete has this feel of realism where out in Disney World it's just asphalt colored, like it used to be at Disneyland. So, um, you know, that, hopefully that kind of stuff would go to Disney World also, because I think that's where it lacks. I, the Magic Kingdom, is, as cool as it is, it still, to me, reminds me of, of lot, what it did 20 years ago. Yeah. You know, it hasn't changed a, a whole lot. And some so, of the changes kind of negative there. Tomorrowland, except they rip out you know, like, when they rip out, uh, you know, good oh, variety. twenty thousand yeah. leagues, and, yeah, some of that stuff. Yeah, that's that's a that's a you know whole load of crap. But anyways, um, sure. Have you done Buzz Lightyear or any of those? You tried any of those attractions? Uh, no, I that I do have some video, but again, it was from February. That was the first. Uh, well, no, August was the first chance I got last last August when we first got our passes. And I didn't even video at all during that trip. What, um, what day are you arriving? You said Saturday? The yeah, third? I'll be there Saturday the 3rd. So all day 3rd? Uh, all day the 3rd? Or driving? No, I drive, I drive down on the 3rd. And then so uh, all day I'll be Sunday, there Sunday, Monday, all day Monday and part of the day part Tuesday? Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, jeez, you'll be a videotaping fool. I mean. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole purpose. I'm, I'm treating it like a job. But even though I know I'm going to have a blast, I'm just going to treat it like i got to get it done and. and uh, Get it done. All right. Yeah, I've been trying to go to the park every other Friday. I have this meeting out in Corona every other Friday, probably for the next four or five months. A couple times I've stopped at Mike's house and we've went down there. If he's not available, I just go to the park and I just I look for things to talk about on the show, and I look to photograph things in new ways, different light, all that. It's just it's almost become a little bit of a job. I won't even go on a ride sometimes. It's just exterior photographs and detail photographs and. Um, it's still fun for me because I like to do that kind of stuff. But there are, there are days when I go to the park, you know, or I've been to the park four times in a month and haven't been one attraction. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't yeah. get down there enough to, to do yeah, that. You so. won't be, he's not that jaded. No, no, no. He's got to he's he's ride every attraction. He's got he's to lay a lot of tape down. So. Sure. Yeah, I, I have a lot, but, you know, you can always use another ride-through of something that you already oh, did. Sure, sure. Well, so I'll just uh, try Get to get multiple it out. angles of the same thing. Maybe I don't, you know. Yeah. I mean, like Buzz, there's there's things happening on both sides at in yep. certain points of the attraction. So you're almost all points. Yeah. Well, I want to say there's all. always something to shoot at. There's always something to shoot at almost everywhere. Yes, but I was gonna say, you know, if you just did left right kind of a thing, you know, you you can you can be missing something behind you if you're totally focused on one side. 
Yeah, yeah, I know it's something exciting because I think I think Bob on Lou and Bob really found the uh, Dumbo ride very exciting when he watched Lou's videotape. So maybe you could do uh, Disneyland's Dumbo since it's uh, you know. <laughs> come on. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, Wait, you, don't, you, don't, you don't want to be a grown man standing in line for Dumbo to ride by yourself. I got some footage standing off to the side. That's probably good enough. <laughs> you're not going to stuff yourself into the monkey cage on Casey Jr. and ride that around? Now, uh, that you should do. That's I unique to Disneyland. That. Yeah, that's unique to Disneyland. I do, have, I do have a full ride through uh, on the uh, storybook. Storybooks yeah, the also. Boats. I say that, that's very brave of you as a single man to be riding that one. Well, but, maybe uh, there's pretty girls driving the oh, boat. That, that, that one, I went on it with my family. So it was there you go. And uh, just... I probably will do a show with that one, but uh, my daughter will be in that. She's sitting beside yeah. me. I got her head quite a bit. But yeah, I, I, you know, I, I will admit I did like that attraction as a kid, and I still do as an adult for the detail of all those little buildings, the little models. And they've done a very fine job of crafting those things, and it's yeah, it's a cute little ride. Cool. Yeah. And it is part of Disneyland, and I need to bring Disneyland home, right? That's so, right. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. It's a Disneyland <laughs> original. <laughs> yep, got to yes. catch all those. Yeah. Have, now, have you have you videotaped a new fireworks show? No. Have you seen the new yeah. fireworks show? Yeah, I have, and I, and I love it. I definitely need to get that on I'm, video. That's. Um, I've been thinking about that, you know, because. Yeah, we talked a, about this before. I think that's a three-camera job. <laughs> probably. Seriously, probably seriously, is. you need one camera to to follow Tinkerbell's flight path. You need yeah. one camera wide to catch all the stuff that's happening around the periphery, and then you need one camera just to focus. To the upper uh, upper left quadrant of the castle, where most of the firework explosions are happening, you know. You, you can actually probably do a fourth, mate. You almost need somebody down at the train station getting a, a long wide full, shot. Full because, wide, okay. You, know, yeah. you need you need. I see. Also, you got stuff going on in the Matterhorn because you got projections on the Matterhorn. Well, that's what, oh, um, proje- well, that's why I said wide. That was that would be yeah. my wide shot that that would you know yeah. span from yeah, and, front. And you know what you're going to end up getting probably is uh, a. A one shot, no cut. <laughs> yeah, full full show. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. Yeah. I don't. I haven't even checked the schedule. It's probably playing Sunday, but I don't even know if it's going to be on Monday. Oh, uh, summer. Yeah, summer. Yet, summer? Come on. Is it summer yet? I guess. Well, see, back back when Greg and I worked there, summer didn't start till mid June. Yeah, so I don't know, but, but uh, I, I'm definitely going to get it once, and. Uh, I know that you know a lot of other people have gotten it, but uh, I got to get my shot at it and see uh, see if I'll I can tell put you, something together. I'll tell you what, Brad. I will do my best to keep my ears open because I can hear the fireworks at my house. I can set my clock almost by when those things go off every night. So I'll do my best to listen and see what happens during the week. I know I did hear them last night, mm-hmm. uh, so. Well, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's on Sunday. I can just check the schedule before I get down yeah. there and, and see if it's on uh, on Monday. And I, again, I, I might even be staying another night. Um, if uh, well, last time I went down there, we tried to do that. We tried to get one more night at the Hojo, and they were booked up solid. So I I walked down Harbor and tried to get a room, and not a single place had a room for us. So. Wow! Wow! Had, That's oh, it was bad. That was when that the uh, the cheerleader competition in town. Oh, oh yeah. I didn't oh. know about it till I was there, but they had the whole the whole boulevard just. Goodness gracious! <laughs> just oh, my God. Last up. last spring break when I went to Disney World, we were on our whole flight almost was full of cheerleaders going to a competition in Florida, and I'm we're taking a red eye trying to get some sleep because we know we're gonna hit the fl- <laughs> hit the ground going. 
all night, you know, and, and the stewards like, come on, girls, one last cheer, you're done. People want to sleep, you got to leave them alone, and they were, you know, chitty-chatty and up all night. It was, it was just driving me crazy. Oh, slumber it's, party uh, in the sky. Did they do each other toes and stuff? Well, you know, if they were a little older, they were probably from 12 to, oh, okay. you know, yeah. to That's 16 we, or something. Junior highs, uh, they infested the, well, I shouldn't say that. They took over <laughs> the, the hotels. <laughs> infested. <laughs> Come on, the first term is probably more accurate. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we, I, we had a good, I we had remember a good up till then. Uh-huh. I remember catching some. They, they used to do these cheerleader things where they, if the cheerleaders participated. They gave them a silver pass. When when I was in pa- or a cast member, there were silver the blue pass. pass. Really? Yeah, there were blue pass, which was you know one to. Fifteen years or whatever—I forgot what the time was—where you could sign in four pe- or so many people four times a quarter. Then, if you had a silver pass, which were like salary people and people with a lot of longevity, you could some- basically sign somebody in every day if you wanted to, uh, as long as it didn't look like there was abuse going on. Well, they they gave these cheerleaders silver passes. Really? And I used for yeah, a year. Uh, and I, and some of the work I used to do, I actually used to dress in my own clothes and watch people. So, um, we caught cheerleaders selling their sign-ins, you know, and, and they were so obvious about it, you know, they'd sign somebody in and you see money pass hands and they'd walk right back out, you know, the, the whole part of having those passes like that is, in theory, and it said right on there that you were expected to stay with these people, you know, you were, you were kind of vouching for them, you're signing them in, they're part of your friends or family group or whatever, uh, though most of the time I'd sign people in and I at least walk through the tunnel, get them into the you know Main Street area, <laughs> and say bail. see ya. Um, but let's see, I'm on Disneyland's website. I was going to tell you what the uh, what the hours were. This well, well Brad, this while he's about. doing that, I, I want to start trying to steer us towards wind down time here. Okay. I, I wanted to, I wanted to give you some free, uh, not free, clear airspace here to you wanted to plug something. Oh, I DVDs. Did, huh? Yeah. You said something about a DVD or... Did you want to plug something? Oh, uh, yeah. I, well, I put out some DVDs. Uh, first of all, I uh, I started taking the video, like I said, back in 2001, and then I was going to start creating some, some uh, personal videos just for the family to watch. But then I had a lot of friends and... And relatives start saying, oh, we'd really like to, you know, get copies of those. And then I had some other friends saying, hey, I heard you gave a copy of this to so-and-so. And I thought, well, maybe this will, you know, catch on. Maybe people want to see what I do. So I uh, put together a couple DVDs. One one basically is just an overview all of Disneyland. Okay. And it's also called the Bringing Disneyland Home uh, DVD. And then I created another one, which was the uh, the Golden Horseshoes shows, where I have the the... Billy Hill and the Hillbillies, and the um, the variety show with uh, I think it's Dana Daniels is his name. Okay. And then both of those have uh, gone pretty good. I've, I started selling them on eBay, and then um, that really got me started uh, getting more into the the multimedia type stuff for Disneyland. That's what got me onto the podcasting. And then I figured, well, this is a perfect way for me to to share my videos with a lot more people. You know. So I started the pod, the podcast. All right, and we can and we can find more information there at oakfan.com. That's your website, right? Yeah, you can uh, you can get the the podcast at iTunes, or you can just go to www.oakfan.com, and I have my DVDs there. And you can also there's also links to the 
the different uh, feeds I have for the podcast. Okay. Um, and like you guys, you know, you can always catch me on the DPN. I'm usually logged in there. Um, are, you logged in for, are you logged in from work? Sometimes I see you logged in when I'm at work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I leave it on in the background mostly, but uh, I don't check it. You know, I, I just leave it on, and then if I see something pop up, uh, a message coming in that I've posted to, then I might go check it out during lunch or something. But oh, yeah, try not drink, to get in trouble. Really drink lunch, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I have lunch. Yeah, yeah. I have lunch three or four times a day, you know. So, <laughs> okay. yeah. Well, it looks like you're in luck. The parks open nine to eleven um, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. They are having fireworks at least on Monday. Now the website's locking up a little bit. But I saw something pretty interesting. This this is bizarre. On a Saturday of all days, June twenty fourth, the uh, Disneyland is going to close at five p.m. Because there's some kind of special private event. That's not the that's gonna be pirates uh, premiere for pirates, is it? I think it is. I'm pretty sure that's the premiere. Yeah. Yeah. I, know the, I think they're opening it up at like six that day too, aren't they? Six. Six thirty. It said. Yeah. Six thirty. Yeah. Huh. That's yeah. yeah I'm pretty sure that's for the pirates. I know our kids were getting. Well, I should say the girls were getting all excited because you know they knew Johnny Depp was gonna be at the park. I said, you know what? I don't think the public's gonna be in the park when they're doing their premiere. I think it. Could be invited so. B-list celebrities only. Yeah, yeah, there won't be there won't be any public there. They'll, they'll yeah. kick you all out. Everybody's getting shooed out. You know what's weird is they're open to eleven Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday and Thursday. They're closing at nine. I wonder if they've got a private party that night. Oh, they're projecting. Yeah. All their all their thirties are or all their thirties all their Thursdays are uh, nine o'clock closing. Are they grad nights? Uh, it's possible. That could be. That could be. Yeah, it looked. It looks like um, June 12th starts the, you know, as far as midweek, the late nights because the Mondays and Tuesdays open the 12 and, you know, then so that Wednesday, must be Thursday when night. Starting their summer then. Yeah, so you'll have you'll definitely have fireworks midweek though, according to this right now. So that's that's good. Oh, so give it my best shot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, our Fantasmic is also semi-unique. They don't do Fantasmic quite the same way at the Disney Studios. Well, he's never uh, you know, been to Florida, so he knows. Right, well, that's what I'm saying. For those people who have seen that one for that video, because they don't have the the pirate ship, uh, I think they use some cheesy riverboat thing from what Richard yeah, was telling I, me. I, haven't I heard that's like it, a yeah. stadium or something, right? Yeah. Yes. Purpose-built yeah. stadium for Fantasmic. Yeah. I did a, uh, one of my earlier shows is a three-part series on our Fantasmic. Um, I was trying to keep my bandwidth down back then because I was... Hosting my own on my on my website or through my own server, so oh. I was trying to keep it down. So I was only putting out uh, about six six or seven minute shows. Um, so I had that a three part series. Uh, I think it was like eight, nine, and ten. We're starting, of, to, uh, we're starting to use Fantasmic as our closing music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like then, Fantasmic. Yeah, it's it's good. Uh, unfortunately, again, that was a. A one-take deal. I mean, it turned out pretty good, but I missed the very beginning. So mm. um, I'd really like to maybe do that over sometime and and update that so mm. I can get get the full show and miss you know not miss the first minute or two. Yeah. What but I find fun is if you're there early. There's a lot of pre-show, pre-entertainment. You know, the guys floating around on the uh, the, the jazz, rafts, the jazz band, the jazz the band and stuff. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. cool. I was the only thing that disappointed me about that show when we first saw it. You know, they really built it up, and you saw the commercials. The dragon 
you know, the dragon sucks. Yeah. It, it's it's looks like and I went down like yeah, I went down in the hanging on a Yeah, yeah, I went down in the pit to see what this thing was going to look like. I'm like, what the hell is this? You know, you can see right through it and it's just um uh, I mean the the uh the stuff that controls it all the the uh the mechanical portions very well done. I mean, I just couldn't figure out why they didn't skin it better than, than they did, but yeah. It is what it is. I haven't seen Disney Worlds. I one thing I didn't bother to do when I was there. I think I'll do it this time. So, we'll we'll see what it's like as a comparison. But it's a pretty good show. That you know those water screens to project on some some pretty cool ideas. I, I think the show comes off pretty good. Even though it's old. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a good show. See now Makes, you, you've, you've ruined the magic for yourself by going down under there and seeing all that. So. <laughs> yeah, you know that's what Jeff says. He doesn't want to take any of these uh, backstage tours. But unfortunately, after working there, I. Like I said, there were some things, some about Disney rumors and uh, urban legends, and one of the ones has always been about Walt uh, being frozen underneath pirates. Uh, yeah, and yeah. I, I can absolutely <laughs> guarantee you, because I've opened every single door down there, uh, that he's not there. Uh, there's only two checking. doors. Yeah, I was checking. You know, I thought, why not make sure? You know, I didn't believe it, but, hey, you know, I can say that I actually opened every door. There were only two doors I couldn't open. One of them was the wine locker for Club 33, and the other one was backstage somewhere, and I think it might have been where the stuff first came in when it came off trucks. See, but, see uh, you think it was the wine locker, yeah. but you're not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, let's put it this way. It, it wasn't below Pirates. It was above Pirates. Um, <laughs> and it's in it. Yeah, you know, you, you probably could be, but I, I asked <laughs> some people what was inside of that that worked at Club 33, and they told me what they had in there. But there, there's a section, you know... Um, you know that section you see kind of extend from Club 33 around back to where the restrooms are in New Orleans squares? There's there, there's that little back walkway that goes up. Right. Okay. Yep. That portion that's over that um, that restaurant down there where they have the fried chicken and the and all that. For, uh, Cafe Orleans. Cafe Orleans. Okay. That, that should have been another dining Wait, room. Wait, no, that's if, French if you, Market. I'm sorry. Cafe Orleans. French Market. Place. French Market. Yeah, but yeah, on the right. As you're going yeah. past the rest of you, it's on the right across yeah, so the up, train station. Correct. So okay. upstairs there, you you see the second floor, but you never see lights or anything up there. Uh, it was all. It had the plumbing. It had the gas lines. It looked like it was supposed to be more of Club 33 that probably just didn't get built. It's unfinished. It's a junk room, a storeroom. They've got a lot of crap up in there, and that's where this one particular um, uh, freezer or locker was that I, I couldn't get into, but. You can see all the places where wet, you know, wet bars or service kitchens can be, and uh, it was just all unfinished. So I, I have no idea why they didn't finish all that there. Or who knows? Maybe that was a place for Roy, and Roy ne- never really wanted anything like that. But I'm pretty sure it was an extension of Club 33 or another dining room. Hmm. Well, maybe somebody out there can actually tell me really what it was. But it, you can tell, you know, from an architect's point of view or a builder's point of view that it was not meant to be a storeroom because you can see where the floors depressed to put tile in and all kinds of stuff. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. I, I want to I encourage us to wrap up. How long have we been? Uh, one hour and 34 this? minutes. <laughs> oh, wow. We did a long one. Yeah. Well, you know, it went so quick. It's very easy yeah. to talk to you, Brad. It's been a good wow, show. Thank you, you guys, too. Glad I decided to come mm. on. Yeah. Glad you joined us. Glad, to, glad you're flexible enough to join us at a last minute kind of a kind of a thing. Yeah, I um, felt kind of bad about cutting my my chat with Tony short, but I'll catch up with him. Yeah, we'll I figured I'd give this one a give try. Give him our regards. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, hadn't, I hadn't done one of these before, so I figured, yeah, yeah what the heck. See? Why, why not? I'll tell you, once we do sign off, you know, stay on, and I'll give you my contact info. So if you do feel like, because uh, I'm sure, I, I know I will be in the park Sunday to get that one last pin in the series of pins we were uh, purchasing. So Okay, sure. All right, then, well, um, I'll do housekeeping stuff, you know. I'll just drop that in after. You do that. Okay, so I'm... <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're there for. Uh, uh, yeah, that's right. That's my job. All right, so I'm going to say thanks again to Brad. Uh, thanks for joining us. It was it was fun, and um, and then we just usually sign off by saying good night. Well, I had a great time, guys. I'll uh, talk to you later. All right. Night. 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 This show is a member of the Disney Podcast Network family, hosted by Jeff at Meandering Mouse. The DPN is a collective discussion forum consisting of some of the finest unofficial Disney podcasts available on the Internet. Pay a visit to www.disneypodcastnet.com and join in on all the fun with your favorite Disney podcasters and listeners. <laughs>